Yo, yo, yo. Let's go. It's the Great Debate Show. Back in the building. Better than ever, baby. It's the good guys. Me, Jarvis Jeffries. Terrence Smith. Nick Ely. What's happening? The Great Debate Show is available wherever you get your podcast. Follow and download each and every episode and be notified when the newest and latest episode is up. All right. The Great Debate Show back on a Friday. Grand Rising Kings and Queens, if you're listening to this early on a Friday morning. Um, Thursday Night Football. Bears. Commanders. Uh... I guess it was a little better than last week, but uh, Amazon, I got Prime Video, whatever. I got three words for you. <laughs> Y'all got robbed. <laughs> like, seriously, like the NFL, they really screwing y'all over right now, man, with these games, and y'all paid them a boatload of money. That could have went toward Kingston Productions and my family if you wanted to just, just throw that away to them because – Man, they are screwing y'all right now. This has been terrible, like terrible. We've got to see Matt Ryan versus Russell Wilson and a terrible Bronco and Colt team last week with no touchdowns at all, and then it might have improved slightly with the finish that they had, kind of, I guess, in Chicago as the Commanders and the Bears just uh, look at the numbers. It speaks for themselves. Wentz numbers, Fields numbers, just just terrible, just terrible. Um, the good thing is the next three weeks at least can't possibly be worse. That is correct. That's true. It can't. Next, next week is Saints and Saints at Cardinals. I'll week take eight that. is Baltimore at Tampa Bay, and week nine is Philly at Houston. I'll take those. I'll take those. Those can't possibly be worse. And I think DeAndre Hopkins may be back for that game next week. This is week six. It was a six-game suspension. He actually may be ready for that game. I think that's correct. As a matter of fact, he just posted something on Twitter the other day talking about uh, getting ready to unbench himself in your fantasy lineup or something like that. Yeah. Watch out. Watch out. And it seems that Kyler Murray isn't that good without him, but when he is back, watch out. But Kyler Murray, yeah, I've seen enough. He's not a number one overall pick. He needs D-Hop back. Him and Hollywood Brown, they they did okay, but Nick was right. I was wrong as far as the early part. They did not get out to a good start. If they can get out of this three and three though, by the time he comes back next week, I think he should be back next week. Then I would say that they they kind of made it. They kind of made it through the, you know, they weathered the storm, I guess. But we'll see. Um, first, ladies and gentlemen, before we get started with Thursday night football, and we won't be on it long, I promise you. We want to just we want to just break this news about Deshaun Watson, and you know, he has another lawsuit. Uh, another female, another lady has filed a lawsuit against Deshaun Watson, and um, I think the reports is something. I'm not reading it right now, so I can't say. And I quote, but it's something close near. What was it more like? Uh, Deshaun forced or, I mean, pressured uh, this massage, this masseuse uh, to uh, give oral oral sex to Deshaun Watson. Uh, 
I don't know. Uh, we've heard so many things from 24 other women or 25 other women. This is the 26th, they say. So I don't even know if the word disturbing, you know, I, I guess, yes. But guys, briefly, what do you guys think about this? And look, Terrence, you said a while back that Deshaun Watson may never play football again. That's what you said. Um, one minute it looks like you're right. The next minute it looks like, okay, he's going to play football. And now once again, it, we go back to it looks like you could be right again because who knows what's – I don't mean – I don't know what's going to happen there. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know what's going to be said or what's going to be done. I'll let you guys weigh in on that. But if something if, – if this if this kind of kicks up some more dust, you know – what if what if we don't get to see Deshaun Watson even play when he supposed when he's ready to come back around week twelve or thirteen? You know, I don't know, guys. Uh, right. Terrence, since you said it, and now here we are. Well, what do you have to say about this? Yeah, I mean, I, I think the, the the only consistent thing throughout this whole timeline, and by timeline I mean. Um, him signing his contract with Houston, then him requesting a trade, and then his allegation coming out. To me, the only consistent theme this whole time has been Deshaun's a freak. Uh, unfortunately, that 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 freaky nature of his has cost him a little bit of money, and it looks like it's about to cost him a little bit more. I think that's really all that I can say. Uh, allegations are allegations until they're proven to be true. Um, so I don't I don't want to I don't I don't have a jail cell or a uh, unemployment line to put him in. But I will say that it's clearly an issue there somewhere, even if it's not a predatorial one, that's just one that says, hey, I can't stop doing what I'm doing. Because to do to do one thing 27 times with 27 different people at, at least <laughs> or mid-20s, you know, somewhere in there, yeah. that, that by itself makes it a problem. Um, so he, he, he clearly had a problem. I don't, know if that, I don't know if it's still a problem. I just know that I think I'll say that speak for the rest of us where when I say it is time to get past this one way or another. Yeah. 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 Um, I mean, the only, the only thing is just, I'm just looking at it from the standpoint of the football and obviously from, uh, you know, the suspension that he got, I do believe it's contingent, you know, part of the reason they wanted it to be the, the 11 game, you know, indefinite or, or whatever, whatever they were going for it's to protect against anything else coming out, which clearly seems to be the case now. Right. Um, so what I'll be curious to see is how the league deals with that, um, with this. I mean, I don't know if it's necessarily new information because although it was, what, what 24 laws, lawsuits that were filed, apparently there were like 60-something incidents that they had a record of or uh, had some kind of some kind of thing that, that where they investigated it. Um, and so with that being the case, you know, if it's one of those as well, then it's not like the league didn't already know about it before they gave the suspension that they gave. So uh, I'll be curious to see how they handle that, if nothing else. Hmm. Yeah, guys, I, I don't have much to weigh in on I'm with this. I don't know much. And uh, it's just some news that just actually broke, you know, uh, kind of late on um, Thursday night. And um, we'll see. But as of now, it looks like Deshaun Watson is set to come back after his suspension. He can actually start – I think I saw somewhere that he can start practicing. Or he, he he's back in the building, you know, with the organization. He's back in the building. I think he has another couple weeks where he can practice. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. But, yeah, my mistake. But, yeah, he, he is back in the building. And uh, yeah, 
And it, immediately, as soon as he gets back to the building, he walks into another lawsuit. We'll see how this goes. <laughs> right. Uh, uh, yeah, at this point, though, Cleveland Browns are going to want to move on. They, they, they want to know, is he going to be here to play, or should we just move on and screw it? We need to be trying to get a number one pick. Let's tank. Uh, or, or there's somebody out there that we can make a trade for or whatever. I don't know. But at some point, you know, the, the Cleveland Browns are ready to get this over with. Where do we go from here? And they don't want to just keep, you know, getting stuck, you know, in this in this loop, you know, and not go anywhere. But, you know, be mediocre with their quarterback. But they are so, so good, you know. Uh, I would like to see them be a little better defensively, but uh. – it's neither here nor there right now. Um, Brissett may be playing all year for all we know. Who knows? Uh, all right. Now, Thursday Night Football had the Bears and the Commanders. We're going to be on this real quick and get in and get out. We've got so many games to preview, and we've got NBA talk as well. So, guys, what did you take from Thursday night's game between the Chicago Bears and the Washington Commanders? The Bears – they didn't. They, they they didn't pull it off at home. They lost. The Commanders win. I figured that Commanders would win once I found out that Wentz is six and zero on Thursday Night Football. Um, yeah, it'll be it over. He'll go for seven, and that's exactly what happened. So um, here we go. Um, real quick, Terrence, I'll start with you first. Uh, what did you get from this Thursday night, from the Thursday night football game, man? What did you get out of it? What's wrong with the all, Bears? All, all I got is that the, the team that, that the Chicago Bears are putting out there, this, this, should, this shouldn't be allowed to be, be able to put that team out there. That might absolutely be um, the worst group of receivers I've ever seen put together on an, on an NFL team. Those receivers wouldn't start for a lot of SEC teams let alone just the, just the Chicago Bears. And it's a real travesty that uh, Fields has to, go out, has to go out there with a very terrible offensive line and bad receiver. So not only are guys not getting open, um, he doesn't even have time to try to try to help them get open. And you know what? If not for the, the commanders just being, I don't want to call them dumb, but just kind of giving Chicago a break by calling a lot of man coverage and allowing uh, Fields to run, especially on that last drive where he, he almost had enough space to get in, but he didn't quite have enough space. But, um, I mean, they won the game, so you can't say too much bad about them. But, you know, they called a lot of man coverage, and Fields got to run around a lot and, uh, you know, almost got the win. But, I mean, that's the only thing that made the game somewhat interesting. Had they just called zone all night, Chicago couldn't have done much because they just don't have the receivers to get open. And I think that's I think that's why they called man all the whole night because they knew that at some point Fields was going to have to beat them with a throw, and it's not because Fields can't throw the throw he he had to make he he made and it was a beautiful throw in the, in the end zone to uh, who was that uh, Pettis? That was nice. Yeah, that was a very good throw. Um, that that Amazon almost missed it because they were playing a replay and and, and Fields was in a hurry. Up. But anyway, my point is that team is terrible. The fact that they were even, uh, what were they, uh, two and three, uh, to me is astonishing. If they don't, if they don't win another game this season, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> All right, some uh, some relatively harsh words from Terrence there. Uh, I was not nice many. 
Okay, then. Not many that I can disagree with, though, to be honest. Um, you know, I think, think kind of as we was, we was talking before the show, man, you know, it's, just, it's a really bad situation that they've got Justin Fields in. Um, you know, you can see that he's definitely got some physical skills. Um, just from my perspective, there he does. There's he's he's still very raw, um, and you know I mean you you can't blame him. But I think he's what 22 years old or whatever. So yeah, that's still he's still very young, right? So that's understandable. But uh, I mean you know for, I think as you said you put it best. You know whatever he's supposed to be, he's not going to be able to be that. No, nope. um, you know with with what he's got around him. Um, whether you blame the coaching staff or the receivers or the officer line or whoever. Um, and like I said, he he's not he's not to the level that. Um, you know, maybe some think thought he would be to this point, but uh, he's never going to get there with with you know what's around him. Definitely got to make some change there in Chicago. Um, for the game as a, as a whole, it was two bad teams playing each other. Um, the the less bad team won, I think. Uh, and even <laughs> basically, even that, that, that that summed it up pretty good, actually. Yeah, and they and they made it out by the skin of their teeth. So, um, you know, these are two teams that would definitely be. Uh, very high in the draft next year, um, so that's that's about all I got to say on them. <laughs> yeah, same for me. Um, not too much to say other than, man, both of, both of these teams, uh, the Washington, they need to get another quarterback. Uh, they do need a – well, they got a decent offensive line. The running game, it, it's not bad. It's just they need a quarterback. And Ron Rivera knows that. But they got the win. They was able to squeeze it out. The Chicago Bears, they need a whole lot more than Washington do, does. Uh, you know, the offensive line is it, it's pretty bad. They were saying that during the offseason or preseason, and it is pretty bad. He's, he's doing too much running. He's scrambling for his life. And that's mainly because he the offensive line is pretty bad. The wide receiver group is not that good. So, there it is. We're moving on. No, um, the Bears lose. Both teams are two and four. What a surprise! Looking at their records being the complete same as I've told you guys before in the betting world, in the gambling world. If you are betting, look at the records. Sometimes it helps if a team has the same record. If whatever has to take place for both teams to have the same record at the end of that game, that's usually how it'll go. Um, you just got to pick the right one. Uh, but, again, two and four for both teams now. Washington wins over the Chicago Bears. Now, Sunday games. All right, let's get that started. Who is going to win these games? Um, Terrence, you, you're looking at the schedule, right? Yeah, man. Okay. Let's... So, 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 yeah, so you, you, you spoke about teams that um... – if, if one team wins, they come out with the same record. So we have here the three and two Ravens versus the four and one Giants. As customary on this show, if it's our team, we typically go first. I will follow that those traditions. Um, I am going to roll with my Ravens on this. I don't think that the Giants have the capability of of exploiting what I call the second worst unit in all of football which I might have to actually move it to the third worst unit in all of football because the, the Bears wide receiver wide receiving core takes uh, the top <laughs> takes the top spot to me, followed by Cincinnati's offensive line, followed by the Ravens. What did they say about the Giants receiving core? 
it's pretty bad, and I don't think it's good enough to exploit that uh, that unit of, uh, of, the, of the Ravens secondary. So I'm going to roll with the Ravens on this. Saquon might actually have a good game, but I don't think it'll be enough. Yeah, that's fair. I can ride with that. I think I, I think I also agree the Ravens should beat up. Is that is that in Baltimore? It's in New York, as a matter of fact. It's in New York. What's the spread on it? Uh, Baltimore by five and a half. Ooh, that's a bit much. I think it's a lot. That's a bit much for my for my liking. Um, but I would take Baltimore to win the game. Um, like I said, I just, I just if I'm a if I'm a betting man, which I am. I would be I would be nervous about taking them as five and a half. Uh but Baltimore at the end of the day they got, you know, the guy that I've got probably at the top of the MVP race as of now. And Lamar Jackson, um, I expect him to be able to have an MVP like performance in that game. And uh, so I'm taking Baltimore. All right, and real quick, I am taking Baltimore as well. So uh hey, we all agree on that one. I think that Baltimore wins. Both teams will finish four and two. All right. Well, next up, Jarvis, are you going to be in Atlanta uh, this coming weekend? I will not. Um, I'm thoroughly shocked. Uh, there is a lot of 49er fans that are there already. Uh, I'm telling you that now. That's for sure. But, no, I'm not. I I have, you know, two back-to-back plays coming up this weekend. And that's I, right. I, that's I still, right. I still have got an audition coming up as well on Saturday, you know, for another, um, uh, move, another movie. So, yeah. I'm pretty busy, you know, and uh, I I wish I could get a little rest. I'm not going to lie to you, but, hey, this is actually kind of what I wanted, you know. It is what I wanted, so it's not a bad thing. It's actually a good problem to have. So, yeah, no, I will not be in Atlanta, man. I'm pretty busy these days. Well, well, now I just got to say now, uh, we've got the three and two 49ers going up against the two and three Falcons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I can, I can, I can settle this pretty quick for you. No, the Falcons are not going to win. <laughs> They're not going to win this one. <laughs> and, and and I'm not, I'm not being biased. I promise you. I will tell you when the Niners are going to lose. Remember, I said that. Jamaica only works when it's not his team. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Remember, I said that they would lose to Denver all off season, all through the. I knew it, and they did. They lost to Denver. Uh, so yeah, I'm going to, I just want to be right. And I'm going to be right. If I, to the best of my abilities, I will. And I, I think that for the most part, I have this down It's just that putting them together sometimes can be a little bit tricky, you know, when it comes down to getting, you know, getting those parlays right or, or whatever. But man, the Niners, I think are going to kind of go on a roll here for, for, for a minute. And, um, they got a they got a nice little stretch coming up here with Kansas City and I think the Chargers and the Rams and all of that again, but they got to get this one out of, out of the way and they need to kind of do it exactly like they did Carolina. I don't think they'll be able to beat them like they did Carolina because there's more players out. Like Bosa's not going to be playing; he missed practice again. Uh, I don't they've know. Got him, they, they've got him listed here as questionable. Yeah, uh, Eric Armstead will be out. Yeah, again, with with a foot injury. And, uh, I mean, at this point, he should just chop it off like Kunta or something. I mean, cut it oh, off. No. I mean, <laughs> I mean, this is this is sometimes how you feel when you're a fan. Like, man, oh, man, we, we need these guys, man. But we do have death, and the 49ers are still good enough up front to take care of the Falcons. Now, if, if uh, what's-his-name was not on IR, I'd be a little bit worried. Um, but he is. Corey Patterson. Corey, hold on. What is it? Curtis Robinson? No, no, no. Atlanta. 
Um, oh, Patterson. Oh, oh, oh. Patterson. Cordell Patterson. Cordell Patterson. Cordell yeah. Patterson. If he was there, I'd be a little bit worried because we're kind of getting dinged up the middle on the interior D line. But uh, now the Niners are going to win. Not this one. Not every game is going to be you know like ten. Yeah, five and a half favorites with the same record. Five and a half. Yeah, yeah, that sounds about right because yeah, eventually we'll 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 get away from them. we'll run away from them. I mean, we still have defense, we have the depth, and uh, again, uh, look, the Falcons' offense is it can be dangerous. Don't get me wrong, but uh, their defense, mm, I'm not sure. And uh, you know, I, I think the 49ers are kind of starting to dial it up, and they're going to kind of get it rolling. So nah, not this one. The Niners will win and go four and two, and. They do this as well now. The Falcons will lose and they'll go two and four. That's how that one's gonna go. Bet on it. All right, Nick, what you got? Well, I think that's a pretty easy bet to make considering the 49ers are considerably the better team. Uh, but right on, you know, that was I, I like how Jarvis found a way to spend that one in there uh near the end. And uh, I'm not gonna spend the whole show doing this, but I agree with, with him again. Uh, I'm going with the 49ers <laughs> to win the game uh, simply just because they're the better team. Um, yeah. It's just really the bottom line. Top to bottom, they've got more depth. They've got more talent. Uh, Atlanta obviously, obviously is in a, in a rebuilding state, so uh, I'm riding yeah. with, the, with the favorite on this one. Yeah. So you guys know I like the uh, I like my upset picks, uh, but let me just tell you, this ain't one of those games. Four the Niners make. Four by every single one of those points. I just don't, I don't see the Falcons uh, being able to uh, hang with them. And to be honest, you almost had me concerned there, T. <laughs> <laughs> almost. Oh, my goodness. Well, uh, next game might be a concerning. Patriots and Browns. Browns are at home, and they are favored by two and a half. I'm taking the Browns real quick. I'm taking the Browns. I think the Browns, I think they bounce back. Uh, I know that the um, uh, the Patriots just shut out the Detroit Lions. And, you know, that's a good offense that they shut out. You would think that they yeah. would. Uh, yeah, a good explosive offense. A good explosive offense, it seemed to be. And they shut them out 26 nothing. And so you would think that they would do the same to a team that's top, you know, run heavy, run heavy first uh, because of the quarterback, you know, limitations or whatever. Even though he's been playing okay, but he did make a bad decision last week against the Chargers. I think the Browns win just for those same reasons why everybody will be thinking the Patriots are going to win. They're going to they're going to shut these guys down too. Belichick still can do and he can, but why why are Vegas picking the Browns? I'm gonna, I'm going to go with what Vegas is saying on this one and I'm taking Cleveland. All right, Nick. Okay, I'm going to say this again. I'm not going to spend this whole show doing this. <laughs> however, <laughs> however, after agree with Jarvis again. I think this, I think the Browns are going to win the game. Um I hate to sound redundant, but they're the more talented team. Uh, you know, Miles Garrett, you know, a couple of weeks, couple of weeks, weeks removed from his uh, car accident. I think he should be coming back in, in a better spot. Uh, I haven't got a chance to look at the rest of the injury report, but obviously, talented that the Browns have in the backfield with Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. Um, that's a duo that's, that's um, certainly more difficult to stop than DeAndre Swift and uh, whoever his second running back is, uh, and that's no shade to them. Uh, just telling you about how good the duo of Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt really are. And I think that'll be the, the difference in the game there. So I'm going with the Browns. All right. Well, you guys know I you guys do know I like my upset picks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this ain't it either, though. Um, no, this is it. As a matter of fact. Oh, listen, it is. Okay. Listen, you got to keep in mind. First of all, I think Belichick is uh, still a very, very smart man. 
Belichick did draft Brissett. He would whatever weaknesses Brissett has, Belichick would know how to exploit them. Uh, also, I just that's a good point. I didn't think about that. I don't want to call the Browns one dimensional, but if you stop that run, I just don't have confidence in Brissett, who was drafted by Belichick, being able to beat the Patriots. So I'm going to roll with the Patriots on this. Very close game, though. Very close game. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to roll with the Patriots. Okay. Gotcha. All right. Next well up, well done. See, well done. Well done. Hey, man. You know you gotta you gotta put these things out there because <laughs> you might what, what, what's gonna happen is what's gonna happen is somebody's gonna make their fan do a bet or DraftKings or whatever they use, mm-hmm. and then they're gonna watch the game. They're gonna be like, oh, as soon as the announcer brings it, they're gonna be like, oh, he did draft percent. That's why percent is has thrown three picks out of his first five passes. You know. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one too. That's good. Hey, we'll I would see. even I would even consider putting the Patriots down for a touchdown. The defense, hmm. never know, never know. Um, Jets and Packers. I mean, do you really want to hear what we think about this one? I do actually. Hmm. Where, where's Green, Green Bay? Green, Green Bay is at home and they are favored by seven and a half. I'm going Packers to win it. That's a lot of points, though. All right. I don't think I don't think they're gonna find a way to lose to both New York teams. I think the Jets are the worst of the two New York teams. That's um, a whole lot, but yeah. I mean, the Giants are four and one. Yeah. I'm just gonna say it like that. They are. They're a tough um, team. They're a tough team. And uh, so you know, with that being said, I, I'm, I'm gonna take uh, who's just playing again. Uh, the Packers. I had a moment there. Sorry. Uh, I'm sitting <laughs> I in the game. I, I don't think Aaron Rodgers is going to find a way to lose to both New York teams. Um, and so I, I think he doesn't get because I think he gets it done, especially back in Lambeau. You know, games over in London, weird stuff can happen, whatever. So I, I'll chalk that right, out of that. Right, right. And right. expecting to bounce back this week. In terms of the hate crime. Seven and a half is a lot of fun stuff. Travis, what you got? Okay. Uh, I. I have, um, huh. I'm going to go ahead and go with the, and I thought about this real long and hard. I did. But I'm going to go ahead and go with the Packers, even though I, I kind of want to take the Jets. But um, Robert Salah's got a few receipts that he can hold on to for right now. And he'll, you know, he'll, he'll probably take the, um, the L on this one and get back to the drawing board. Green Bay, I'm with Nick. He will not. Um, you know, he will not lose to two weeks in a row to New York teams. I would think not. It was tough for me, but I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Green Bay. You know what? They are the I better team. I have gotten to the point to where I don't have confidence in the connection between Rogers and the guys that he needs to make big plays. He can go to Randall Cobb here and there for you know simple completions. But he needs Lazard and Dobbs to make big plays. I don't know if he's got the confidence in them to do it consistently. I'm saying that because I think Sauce Gardner will get a lot of chances that picks this game. I'm actually going to go with the Jets. Ooh. Say it ain't so. See, you feel real risky today. Man. I'm going to go with the Jets for a shocker. See, a lot of times I don't really be fully awake. I'm fully awake tonight. <laughs> so my right. brain is working. Uh-huh. <laughs> that, monster, that monster I drank this morning is actually still working, believe it or not. Wow. Uh, so I'm going to roll with the Jets. Uh, if nothing else to cover the spread, 
I think they might be able to pull out a late win, maybe a game-winning field goal or a late field goal or something along those lines. But I'm looking forward to seeing Sauce Gardner up against Aaron Rodgers because Aaron Rodgers is not going to not throw to him. Okay. So, yeah, I'm, I'm intrigued. All right, guys, I think this might be a quick one. Jaguars and Colts. Mm-hmm. Why would you think that'd be a quick one? The two and three Jaguars, because we don't care about it. The, ja- the two and three Jaguars versus the two, two and one Colts. Yeah. Colts are at home favored by two points. Nick, what you got? Ooh. I don't care about it, but that's ugly. That is ugly. Colts and Jaguars, Colts at home favored by two. They give you three and a half of being at home, so they tell you they think the Jaguars are better. So, yeah, this will probably be why I get some juice and, and take an upset. I think I'll take the Jaguars. Um, just because I make more money on it when I bet on them. That's oh. really a 50-50 game for me. It depends on which yeah. team sucks the, sucks the least to, uh, on Sunday. Right. Jarvis, what you got? Yeah, it is a tough one, uh, and it's definitely a, um, a close one. Man, I'm going to take the Colts. Mm, for no particular reason, just taking the Colts. Yeah, I don't – I don't like I'm, I might flip a coin in a second, but I, I – I'm going to roll with the Jaguars just because I do believe they're young, up and coming, uh, and they've got to get some some big wins at some point. Why not start with a good division win? So I'm going to roll with the Jaguars. But I don't I don't have any kind of philosophy or anything. Vikings and Dolphins, four and one Vikings, three and two Dolphins uh, in Miami. Miami's favored by not Miami, but Minnesota's favored by three. Jarvis, what you, you said, got? You said it's in Miami. It's in it's in Miami. Yes, and Minnesota's favored by three. Um, what? Uh, first of all, could you tell me the records, uh, T, on that game? <laughs> yes, Vikings are four and one. That's uh-huh. why I called them out. Vikings are four and one, and Dolphins are three and two. I'm sorry. Okay, yeah. Okay, you did that. Okay, well, you know where I'm going with this. <laughs> uh, and and look, it's not just because of that. I already wanted to pick Miami anyway. It's just time for them to win a game again. I know Teddy Bridgewater is not starting. He's gonna play backup. Uh, don't ask why. I don't know. You know, the Dolphins. The the Tua situation. They just, they're you know, they're, they're not gonna do so anything. They, so they, they fumbled it. They're not gonna make it exponentially worse by overcompensating for the fumble. It, it pretty much. But with this right. thirst, you're right. You're absolutely right, T. But that, uh, and that's exactly what it is. But this third string quarterback, he's gonna. I think they said Tyreek Hill. I think it's questionable. To play, he actually could play. I didn't know that because they said he was in a walking boot uh, later that day after last week's game. So, but if he plays, I think they can actually get this win. It's still kind of it's still warm in Miami, you know. Um, you know, yeah. You, well, Tyreek Hill is not on the injury report that I see right here. Who is that? He's not. I don't see him on here. Okay, let me, let me double check now. I'm checking the full okay. report. Okay. I look, Kirk Cousins is doing his thing. The the Vikings, I picked to win the NFC North, but I'm taking the Dolphins here because, like, I don't know, like the Vikings. I think they're gonna kind of cramp up. They're gonna have to, you know, catch up a little bit because the, the, the Dolphins' defense is still pretty solid. You know, let's yes, not let, let's not act like it isn't. And I think that they can kind of slow them down a bit at home. They need a victory. Uh, Mostert, Tyreek Hill, make a, enough plays. For the third string quarterback, and I think, uh, you know, when push comes to shove, man, uh, Kirk Cousins will fold uh, when it comes down to it. In this one against that team, I'm gonna take the Dolphins, and they'll both uh, be four and two. 
that's that's only if push comes to shove on that one. That was it. That was an interesting game for me. Um, not because I'm a, I'm a big believer in Kirk Cousins because I'm not. Um, but just more so because obviously Miami is you know trying out a young quarterback and uh, Skylar Skylar Thompson, I think his name is. Uh, his first, I think this will be his first, his first NFL start. Obviously, came in last week and really protected Bridgewater. Uh, I don't know how long his start will last, um, just depending on the reason that they would go to Teddy. If they would consider going to him simply because Skyler is completely inept, then maybe it only lasts a half. Uh, if it's only due to injury, then you know we'll see kind of how that how that plays out. Uh, Teddy, if Teddy was starting this game. I would probably go with Miami, but I think I'm going to hang with Minnesota and a tight one. I'm actually going to roll with Miami. Teddy Bridgewater is going to come off the bench and shock his old team, the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, and I do think that Miami is they're one of the few teams that they've got the uh, outside corners that can kind of get in there and hang with Justin Jefferson a little bit. Yeah. So I'm I'm, I'm looking for Miami to pull this win out. It'll be a close one. Uh, Miami might have to make a drive late to win the game, but I'm, I am rolling with uh, Miami on this one. Kirk Cousins might come out and, and not have such a great game. Okay. Wouldn't, wouldn't, be, wouldn't be surprised. Interesting. Yes. All right. And next up we have the two or three Bengals versus the two or three Saints in New Orleans. Cincinnati is a one and a half point favorite. Mm. Well, Who wants to go first? Take it away, Nick. Mm. That one's interesting. Andy Dalton's still starting, right? And the Dalton versus his old team. Mm, revenge games. Jarvis, how revenge games been going this year? What, what does Jamatria say about them? Uh, I'm not sure about the revenge games, but I, I thought Jameis Winston has been practicing this week. So, I'm not sure if Andy Dalton's starting or not. Who's questionable? Uh, Jameis Winston? Jameis is questionable, yes. Okay. With the back injury. Okay, well, maybe he's not starting. I don't know, but I, I know he returned to practice. I I. I thought maybe he would probably be ready by end of the week to go, but if he's not, yeah, I'm taking the Bengals. I can say that anyway. I was taking the Bengals anyway, pretty much. If Dalton, if Dalton is going to play, I think the Bengals come in there and they need to get a win. Um, they're they just took another loss to the Ravens last week. They need this yep. win, and uh, the Saints they just got a win. Remember, this is a week to week league in the NFL. I'm not talking X's and O's or nothing with any of these picks. I'm looking at what the story is going to be on Monday morning. I am taking the Bengals. Well, I'm, I'm taking the Bengals because I'm expecting an offensive explosion. They they are overdue for one. Uh, so, yeah, I'm taking the Bengals. Man, I don't, I don't really have a, a whole lot to say about the Saints. I just think the Saints are smoking mirrors right now. They're not a good team to me. Uh, but I think the Bengals have the capability of re- really putting up a lot of points. And this is this will be the game that they actually put it all together. Yeah, I'm gonna make this one a clean sweep. Uh, I'm gonna roll. I'm gonna roll with the Bengals as well, uh, for all the reasons you guys just mentioned. Uh, my only reservation with that is two things. One, uh, New Orleans does still generate a pretty solid pass rush, and as Terrence has pointed out many times, uh, the Bengals have the worst offensive line in the league. And secondly, uh, the Bengals also are not great on the back end and the secondary. And the Saints, uh, particularly with Chris Olave, have started to show just a little more cohesion, uh, particularly with Andy Dalton and Chris Olave um, on there. I don't know. Is Michael Thomas going to be available this week? He's questionable. Hmm. Questionable. Okay. So you got him. What about uh, Jarvis Landry? He's also questionable. Hmm. Okay. So provided that you had a whole lot of damn questions. 
Right. Provided you actually get games out of those three guys, um, you know, along with Alvin Kamara. Uh, is Alvin Kamara even on the injury report? I didn't see him. Okay. Uh, so you, you know, if you got if you got at least two of those three guys back, I would say along with Alvin Kamara, uh, you know, those, those are things that could definitely be question marks uh, for the Bengals. But I think I'm, I think Mariah ride with the Bengals uh, to get it back on track and start looking more like the like the team that were last year. All right. I'm, uh, yeah, I think we're all on the Bengals here. Okay, so uh, <laughs> this game, this makes me happy. I don't think this one will take long. The three and two Tampa Bucks versus the one and four Steelers in Pittsburgh, Tampa Bay, TB, <laughs> is favored by eight points. I got Tampa. Bucks. Tampa. That ain't even, it, ain't, it ain't much to talk about. No, sir. Um, Steelers are really bad. The Steelers being one yes. and five makes me very happy. <laughs> right. Uh, one and four Panthers, two and three Rams in LA. LA is favored by ten points. Uh, Panthers just fired their coach, and they are ready to trade every damn body. Yeah, and they're gonna be more ready to trade them after this week because they're gonna get beat. <laughs> <laughs> I knew he was we all on the Rams. <laughs> Half of the team may not even fly back on the team plane. Yeah. No. No. Stop. No. I'm not on the Rams. Remember, oh, oh, let's hear it. Re- yeah, here's the bold prediction, the upset of the week. Remember I told you guys that the Rams have more L's in their future. And this is for you, Pooh. My man, if you're listening, I don't mean to be so hard on your Rams, bro. But, man, man the hell with the Rams. I told you that the Super Bowl champions, the defending Super Bowl champions, are almost going to look like they're the team that lost the Super Bowl and have a Super Bowl hangover. Man, the Rams are the Rams. I like how they move. They're aggressive. They're this, they're that. So, hey, Pooh, your Rams is all right with me, seriously. But I just want to say that this season ain't, it ain't in the, it's just not in the works for them. They got it for whoever it's going to be, possibly Brady or Buffalo. But in the end, it's not for the Rams. They got more else in their future. I think Steve Wilkes gets this team together his first his first opportunity since getting fired in Arizona as a yep. head coach, an interim head coach on the list. But, yes, he finally gets the coach. He's going to have this team in his locker room ready to go. And all this trade talk, McCaffrey, uh, maybe even DJ Moore, uh, Brian Burns, these guys are going to play, and they're going to play like it's their last game. And I, I just think that they're going to come in, and this offensive line for the Rams is very, very – very, very banged up. It's not good. It's very inexperienced. And Stafford is just – he's spinning right now because of it. I think – the and the Panthers' defense isn't bad. I'm taking Carolina in the upset. I think it's like a plus 250 or something like that, but maybe even three. Oh, no. It's, it's plus 370. 370. That's the biggest odds of the weekend. 370, yeah, Keep in yep. mind, they also playing with a backup quarterback. I'm going to pick that plus all day long. I mean, I could be wrong. But I'm going with the Panthers. It's never going to be what you think it's going to be. And remember, ladies and gentlemen, I've always said, if it sounds crazy, bet on it. That's what the NFL is all about. Well, one little tip I will slide in here for y'all. That's a 10-point spread. Take the under. Yeah, you're probably right about that. And think about it. If Carolina's going to win, it probably would have to be the under. Anyway. If either team's gonna win, it could be the under. Very easy. I, I could easily see a, a twenty-one to six game. 
Okay. Well, here's my thing. Baker Mayfield's not playing. Keep that in mind, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, even even though I'm not talking X's and O's from an X and O standpoint, we we took Baker out with a high ankle sprain, and we took the coach out after that you know beat down that we put on him. Bang bang, Niner gang. But uh, PJ Walker, he ain't that bad. He's not that bad. I'm taking PJ Walker in a upset in Hollywood. I'm going to see that, as a matter of fact. Uh, Cardinals and Seahawks, both are two and three. Arizona's favored by two and a half in Seattle. Ooh. Cardinals. DeAndre's back next week, right? Next week. I think so. I'm yes. taking an upset. I'm going to Seattle at home. I don't even I'm know if that's an upset. Isn't, isn't an upset? I'm, I'm, yeah, yeah, Arizona's the favorite. They're both two and three. Okay. Say what? They're both two and three, but okay, yeah, I got you. They're the favorite. No, I'm, I'm, I'm just looking at the eyes on FanDuel. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm also going with Seattle. I just, from what I've seen from both teams, I, I like what Seattle does more so than I like what Arizona does. Uh, I do think Arizona's going to be much better when once D-Hop does get back, uh, because you they won't be able to, they won't be able to focus so much on Hollywood Brown. Who looks great over in Arizona? I got to admit, he looks really good over in Arizona. He does. I just think, I just think for this game, Seattle, in Seattle, it might be just a little bit too much for Arizona. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, um. All right. Uh, and the game of the of the of the year, <laughs> part two, four and one Bills, four and one Chiefs in Kansas City. Buffalo is favored by two and a half in Kansas City. First time in, I think, four years that Kansas City has not been favored at home. That's crazy. The first time in Patrick Mahomes' career as a starter. I think it's in like 41 games. 41 games, yeah. Now, 41 games, and they're both 4-1. and one. Wow. Jarvis, you take this one first. <laughs> I feel like it's too many... Too many numbers in here. You you gotta have some for us. Come on with it. Hey, and you wanna hear you wanna hear something else that's crazy? My I'm looking at the time on this episode. I'm in forty one minutes. That's oh, ridiculous. Shit. You know what? I quit. <laughs> I'm resigning from the great debate. So. It, it, it literally you just left like Matty Johnson. I was literally in the forty first minute of the show, seriously. Um, but in it, but but yeah, it, I, I'm sorry. <laughs> that's me out, Seriously, that's not a coincidence. <laughs> but uh, yeah, now that one is a coincidence. <laughs> but uh, look, no. um, damn, who's playing again? <laughs> they 41, 41 got me. City. Yeah, Buffalo Kansas. and Kansas City. Look, I'm taking Buffalo as well. Uh, I'm a, I'm gonna go with Vegas on this. Buffalo is a good team. Buffalo has a better defense than Kansas City. Uh, Kansas City's defense is better than what I thought it was, but it ain't Buffalo's defense. Buffalo's defense is not great, but it's good. It's solid, and I think that they'll get enough stops when they need it uh, against Kansas City. And it just seems that they beat them in the regular season, and then they lose to them in the postseason. That's probably just a thing that it. That this is just how it's gonna be. But Kansas City just better not run into Cincinnati. But in, that's not here nor there. I'm taking Buffalo. Um, just really for those reasons. I mean, they're they're talented. They're good. They're deep. And Kansas City, not that they're not, but I can just see them getting more stops, though, man. Uh, this still isn't the same Kansas City offense. I mean, I don't care. One week they look good, one week they look uh, But, yeah, give me Buffalo. What you got, Nick? I am predicting the tie so that they both leave the game 4-1-1. One, one. 
No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody crazy. Hey, put put you about five dollars on that. See crazy. how that comes out. Right, I, you know, I'm, I'm not gonna look at this and see what kind of odds is on there, just in case. For real, um, but no, I'm, I'm taking Patrick Mahomes. I'm, I'm taking the Chiefs. Uh, I think he still kind of is the the boogeyman that Josh Allen isn't quite ready to to face just yet, or quite ready to overcome. Uh, so I'm taking Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. It seems like they, those guys are rolling. Uh, not necessarily saying that, that Buffalo isn't, um, but until you know, until Josh really takes him down, I'm gonna stick with Pat. You know why? Okay, let me just start off by saying I am taking the Chiefs. You know why I'm taking the Chiefs? And I, I, it's not because I think that Pat Mahomes is so much better than Josh Allen. I do think that Pat Mahomes is better, but it's not about that much. Josh Allen's pretty doggone good. Um, I don't, I don't think that their defenses are that far apart. I think Buffalo has a better defense. They're not that far apart. Buffalo, to me, has the better receivers. The problem is. Buffalo does not like to turn around and hand that ball off to the running back. Kansas City does. And at some point during the game, that is going to matter. I'm rolling with Kansas City because they are more patient on offense and they like to run the ball a little bit better. They have a they, Their offensive line has a little bit more nastiness to them. Buffalo, is, they just love to, they love to shotgun that thing to Josh Allen and let him make something happen. Sometimes you got to turn around and get that ball to the running back. Kansas City does it more, so I'm rolling with Kansas City. That's an interesting take. That's not something I would, thought I would have heard about Kansas City this early in the Patrick Mahomes era. He's got a good you point. Know, I, He's I got think, a good point. I think last year when teams were playing those two high safety looks on them, they realized that they had to get a little more physical. Um, so yeah, man, they they've added the element to their game, and they uh, they're pretty good at it. So I I, I like the fact that they can run it, and that just, hey, if they get a lead, that helps, right? I saw so many times where hey, man will get leads on teams, and, you know, you would think he would try to come out and gun it, and then he was just grind drives out, grind drives out, grind drives out. You know, he had like a, I think he had like a five, six, seven-minute drive on my Ravens one time in the playoffs. Like, who holds the ball for that long, you know? Uh, but pay man would when he needed to, and I just think that Kansas City kind of also has some of that work. They can just grind drives out when they need to, and it might be the difference in the game. Hmm. Okay. All right. And the game of the year again. Uh, <laughs> 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 the four and one Cowboys versus the five and O Eagles in Philly. Philly is favored by six and a half. Nick, tell us why the Cowboys are not going to beat your Eagles. They will still be undefeated. Because we're better. That's why we're a better team. Uh, we've, we've got a better quarterback. Uh, my opinion, we got a stronger running game. we got a, we okay. got a, a stronger offensive line. Uh, their defense, obviously, is, is very good. Yeah. Um, but I, I think I think we're going to be, well, and I think I know that we'll be the stiffest test that they've had to this point, and I don't, and I don't think they're going to pass it. Um, and then the other side of it is I think that there's a bigger gap between uh, with the skill of our defense over their offense. Um, so Philly's six and a half point favorite at home, prime time. Uh, I, I think I think we cover that. So I'm taking Philly. I'm taking the points. That shouldn't surprise many people, but that's what it is. Uh, right, Jarvis, what you got, man? Um, you remember back in the day in the mid '90s, early to mid '90s, there was this television oh, show shit. on ABC uh, with the comedian star and comedian Mark Curry called "Hanging with Mr. Cooper." Oh yeah. 
Nice little sitcom on ABC that lasted for about four or five seasons, and uh, they went into syndication, I believe. Look, there's a new hanging with Mr. Cooper in town. He's in Texas, not in Oakland, California, like, like that, Coop. This guy's in Dallas, Arlington, that is. Hanging with Mr. Cooper Rush. How many times do I have to say it? If I've said it once, I'll say it twice. I'll say it again. Dak is holding the Cowboys back. As long as Cooper starts, the Cowboys will continue to win. Cowboy fans, I know what you're thinking. He's getting 40 per. He's Dak. We can open it up. We can be so much more explosive with Dak. I know what you're thinking. No, don't do it. Don't do it. Cowboys, McCarthy, whoever calling the shots, Jerry, don't do it. Dak is holding you back. He's not playing this week. Who's not playing? Dak. Exactly. I'm just saying. I'm I'm saying it over and over because I want to just tell the Cowboys and the Cowboy fans on why. You should just keep going with what you know. Go with the flow. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Dallas will beat the Philadelphia Eagles. I don't give a damn who's better, who's this, or who's not. Cooper Rush will win the game. And I will be playing Hanging with Mr. Cooper's theme music when we come back on Tuesday. Hell, we may come back Monday morning, hell, depending on how I feel, <laughs> after they beat, after they tap the Eagles. The Eagles lose, Nick. Nick might call out sick. And both teams, after the Cowboys win, look, there's some offensive line issues going on in Philadelphia, Nick. Don't think I don't know that. They are going to come oh, with the pressure. They, are, they all practice today. They'll be there. Okay, they'll be there. All right. Well, come on. Get North your – North Carolina, uh, Lane Johnson, all of them. They was there. We good. Okay. All right. Everybody's good. 100%. So, there will be no excuses when the Cowboys tap that ass on Sunday night football. <laughs> um, the Cowboys are going to win. And we may have a special guest on the show who is a Cowboy fan who will who will want or in, and try to eat Nick alive on the next episode of the Great Debate Show if the Cowboys win. Nick, the Dallas Cowboys will win, and both teams will be 5-1 and one when it's over. It's over for you, Nick. This is it. Yeah. This is it. That's, that's, well. that's, if the Cowboys win, because if they lose, we know how they do. There'll be nowhere to be found. Well, I'll, well, I'll be found because I'll be here. I have to be here. <laughs> yeah, let me, let me yeah, ask you a question, guys. Thank you. You're a 49ers fan. <laughs> uh, we know that Cooper Rush has not lost any games, right? That's right. Or has he won any? <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Good question. I think that the Eagles offense puts a little pressure on the Cowboys, Mm-mm. takes their run game away, even though Dallas' defense is great. There's going to be some big plays down the field made at some point. Mm. Guarantee you. Mm. Um, and Diggs will be waiting on it. D- well, see, here's the problem. Diggs is, you know, he gets a lot of picks. He makes a lot of big plays, but he also gives up a lot of big plays. And he's got two guys to go against over there. That is true. That can definitely make that happen. That's true. I'm saying that to say we have not really seen Cooper Rush have to go and win a game. Mm-hmm. Hey, down by 10 in the fourth quarter, Cooper Rush has got to go do it. This might be the game where that happens, and I don't. I don't have the confidence in Cooper Rush to go out and win that game. With that being said, I am rolling with the Eagles. I almost swerved y'all again, but I think <laughs> 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 I'm rolling with the Eagles to remain undefeated, man. Uh, they'll, they'll take the Cowboys. Just be, and, and, and then we can 
and the Cowboys can slide Dak back into the into the lineup without controversy because Cooper lost. If Cooper wins this game against the undefeated Eagles, you have a real controversy, and you know nobody wants that. And that's what well, yes so, we do. That's exactly what we want. That's why he's gonna win. I want it. I want it. <laughs> right. 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 Yeah. Got gotcha, you. Got gotcha. you. See, I would personally love the chaos of a quarterback controversy, but I don't want it at the expense of us having to lose. Be careful what you say. But it'll just be one. It'll just be one loss, Nick. You'll get over it. Yeah, it's just gonna be one loss. You'll get over it, Nick. Nah, I don't want it at the expense of us losing. Nah, I'm cool. Because then I gotta hear from Cowboy fans until the end of the season when we play them again. Yes, you will. And what's worse than have to hear from Cowboy fans and Jarvis Jeffries all damn week? That's not gonna be good. You know what's worse than all of that? You know what's worse than all of that? What's that? Having to watch the Broncos in prime time again on Monday night. Ah, oh, Jesus. Well. They're, up against, they're against the Chargers. It's a, yeah, a better team. Yeah, yeah. That's a better team, though. That's a better team, the Chargers. I I think it'll be okay. I think it'll be okay. Um. Oh, you, you waiting on my pick. My, I'm sorry. My bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With, yeah, all, yeah. The, with, all, the, with, with all that being said, I think the Broncos will, will get it together and they'll play better. Uh, I know the Chargers are – I like the Chargers, too. I do. But um, it's time for the Broncos to get a win here. And after that performance they put out on last Thursday night, eh, they they, they got to be – they can't look much worse on Monday night. I'm taking the Broncos, and I guess this would be an upset. Let's ride, Bronco. <laughs> Broncos country, let's ride. That's, that's what you're ending it with? Yes, sir. Oh, my God. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Two, three, three, three. They both be three and three after this, and the Broncos pulled it off. That's right. Uh, what's the injury report look like? Let me look at that real quick. Let's see, see what we got here. Uh, okay, Keenan Allen is the only one that really matters for the for the Chargers. Just questionable. Nobody else is on there. Huh? I'm going Chargers. I don't think I don't think the Broncos can put up enough points to keep up with them, and I don't think they'll be able to slow them down as much as they need to. I'm gonna go with the Chargers. Uh, on this one, I think I think it could be a situation where they run where they may run away late. Uh, you know, the, the Broncos' defense has very much impressed me. Just just as bad as. Just as much as the uh, the offense has disappointed me, I'm saying it to say the defense might keep it close, and I would not be surprised if Russell Wilson can pull out some magic uh, late in the fourth quarter to get a win. I'm actually going to roll with the Broncos here, but it's going to be the last doggone time they're on, they're on my TV in prime time. Mm-hmm. If I wanted to go <laughs> yeah. to sleep that bad, <laughs> I was just getting I was just getting to bed. I don't want to be I don't want to be bored. And they're one and one on prime in prime time. They beat my Niners, but they lost opening Monday Night Football to his former Seattle Seahawks team. Yeah. So, yeah, maybe they break. They have to break the tie if, unless it's a tie. I think they go two and one. I think he goes two and one with the Broncos in prime time this season, and that's a lot of games to start. Just you know, this is just week six, so that's mean that means half the season he's been on prime time, and yeah, this has to be better than the last. Um, T, I think you'll be right. And Nick, damn, you didn't take the thirty. You didn't take the three and three. I told you what thirty-three means in Jamatri. I, I know I've said that before. That money. You don't want the. You don't want nah. the money. All right. I'm, I'm fighting. I'm fighting, man. I'm right with the Chargers. All right. All right. <laughs> Guys, that's all of the games. All righty. Fifty-five. We did. That's better. That's much better. Much better. Okay, guys. So since we're done with that, 
I think it is time that we quickly uh, preview some uh, some NBA games because the NBA season is upon us and we have uh, the, the season tipping off on Tuesday, October 17th. That is coming up very, very soon. And um, yes, preseason basketball, anything that you guys want to talk about briefly on what you've seen so far, Zion Williamson, huh, been talking about him like I was talking about Saquon Barkley. Zion Williamson is day-to-day with an ankle injury, and this comes from uh, last what, Thursday, Wednesday night. They played a game against, uh, I forgot who, but yeah, not looking too good right now for him. They said it's not serious, but man, you know what an injury, the smallest injury can do with Zion. It can just... I don't know. It can linger. He'll start it back eating, you know, his bad habits or whatever it is on how he can keep his weight down. Guys, what do you think about that? And Brooklyn, what did y'all think about them? The Brooklyn Nets, they didn't look bad on Wednesday night, and they played against the Milwaukee Bucks. And I saw Giannis and those guys out there for a, most, for a majority of the game. It's just one you know, game, and it I, is just preseason, I, but. Yeah, I think the, the, the thing that stuck out to me the most about this preseason that I feel like, Players are out on the court a lot more during the preseason than I've probably ever seen in my life that I can recall. Yeah. I don't recall players playing whole games. Like, I watched a couple of Grizzlies games, and John, those boys have played the whole game. I mean, they, they lost to Orlando the other night, but they were out there in the fourth quarter trying to win their game. And I don't know if it's just I don't know if it's just Memphis or a lot of other teams, but it seems like it's across the board, which is kind of shocking to me. Yeah, I mean, I think maybe it's a, th- it's a thing, particularly, maybe not necessarily with the Grizzlies, but particularly with teams like the Nets, who haven't played together as much as they should have to this point. Understandable. Um, for, you know. They haven't played together at all. <laughs> right. Uh, so, you know, maybe they need a little more time to try to try to get some reps together and kind of that sort of thing. Uh, the Grizzlies, I guess, even from their standpoint, they're putting together what their lineup's going to look like and how it's going to gel uh, without Jaron Jackson for the beginning of the season. Uh, as you pointed out, T, you know, Jarvis, not Jarvis, excuse me, John Morant did play, uh, what, 25 minutes tonight, uh, put up 31 points, eight rebounds and four assists in those 25 minutes, 12 or 21 shooting. So uh, certainly an efficient performance for him against the Pistons tonight. And um, I'm definitely looking forward to another good season, particularly for the Grizzlies. Uh, you know, obviously they, they generated a lot of excitement last year with kind of taking a bigger step than I think most people anticipated. And uh, so I'm definitely looking forward to uh, to seeing how things go for them, although they are not included in the uh, the Tuesday night opening tip-off slate. That's a doubleheader, uh, 76ers at the Celtics, and then you've got the Lakers at the Warriors uh, in the late game. Interesting. Oh, interesting. But yeah, that's that's the, that's the only thing I've noticed so far. I will say that I'm I'm very much looking forward to all the kind of the new faces and new places. Uh, the most intriguing thing to me will be John Wall and the Clippers. Uh, we mm-hmm. saw last year where Kawhi was out the whole year. He'll be back. Have y'all seen Kawhi lately? Uh, I have. Uh, I've seen I've seen a couple of couple of still shots. Yeah. Yeah. Kawhi Kawhi has really been in the weight room. He is. Uh, so it'll be yeah. very intriguing to see what the I think the Clippers are the the, the game changer in the West because. The Grizzlies didn't have to deal with them last year. The Warriors didn't have to deal with them last year. Uh, you know, all these teams that were competing last year, they were competing within the absence of the Clippers, who 
to me, should have been a champion in the bubble. Um, that's on them that they didn't pull it off. Nobody told them to go blow that lead. I'm mm-hmm. saying that to say that, uh, and then the next year, they, Kawhi gets hurt in the playoffs. So, you know, if we can get the Clippers healthy for a whole year with John Wall, who could be a, who could be a big difference maker, uh, they might be the, the story of the season if, if we're not careful and, and let them sneak up on us. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I agree. I agree with that. Um, it's going to be an interesting season, and I'm ready for it, and uh, this is going to be pretty good. Uh, the new faces in new places, Donovan Mitchell in Cleveland. Yeah. They, they looking, they're looking pretty good. Uh, Terrence, I'm surprised you haven't mentioned it yet, but uh, – I know it's preseason, but the New York Knicks, your backcourt. I, I won't fall for that monkey in the tailpipe ever. I, I knew you was going to say that. I knew you were going to say that. I won't fall for that banana in the tailpipe ever, nobody. That backcourt doesn't <laughs> look bad, man. It doesn't look bad. And they were playing defense. I like, I don't I don't know. Brunson you know, you know looks like though? it could be a great addition you know for you we, guys. We, we've all seen that pretty girl that, like, <laughs> and they're pretty, and she just, you know, she wears something to trick you, and you fall, you walk up on her every time, and she and you yeah. realizes, you know, you think it's Katana, it's Melina. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Knicks are always Melina, man. They're not fooling me. Man, I, okay, I got you. Okay, well, look, what about the Los Angeles Lakers? They played on Wednesday night against the Minnesota Timberwolves, and, yeah, it was preseason, and the Timberwolves, they were without Carl Anthony Towns and Rudy Gobert, they still kind of, kind of, you know, they beat the Lakers and they kind of dominated the whole way. They were always up by at least 10 or 8. And, um, guys, the Lakers, it is preseason, but Russell Westbrook, LeBron James, Anthony Davis, Anthony Davis definitely has to be more Anthony Davis in basketball clothes than street clothes. But guys, what do you take about what do you think about the Lakers? You know what I'm saying? Uh, I just I'm I'm not confident in them. I, I I think that with the way they look, even when everybody was there, we got to keep in mind that Portland traded away most of his roster. Portland had like nine players, and they beat a team that had LeBron, Anthony Davis, and Westbrook. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm saying that to say that people are blaming injuries, but that team, as it was constructed. Was just never going to be good. The team is is still constructed that way, and I just don't see them being really good. I just don't. It's just to me, it's just not enough spacing. Uh, LeBron's gonna shoot too many threes. I don't see them being very good, especially with an injury. And and see, to me, the the people around them have just gotten better. Uh, the 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 Grizzlies have gotten better just by, just by getting older and playing together another year. Mm-hmm. The Clippers, we just talked about how uh, Kawhi is coming back and John Wall will be there. Minnesota, we know that we know the trade that they made. Golden State ain't going anywhere. You know, go don't only problem Golden State has is they can't um, they 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 might put their hands down on defense, but they ain't putting their hands down when it's time for a fight. So I just <laughs> <laughs> right. I, I just don't see the Lakers fitting in over there in the West. I just don't. It's, it's going to be a rough one. It is going to be a rough one. And LeBron yeah, James I, is still a year older. As good as he is, that man is as close as as close to a demigod as we might ever see in in, in, in on on this earth. Yeah. Uh, but there's only so much that that man can do. And Phoenix is still a 50 win team, too, at least 50 plus. Phoenix is still there. They 
You know, that window might be closing, but it ain't closed. That's right. Yeah, good stuff too. Nick? Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know about that last comment about Phoenix. As much comment as much confidence as I may have had in them uh, in a previous discussion with Jarvis, uh, considering how things have gone over the last few months, I, I might be ready to kind of back off of them a little bit. Um, certainly just because of how their team is constructed, they may still be more of a threat uh, than the Lakers are. But that's not saying much considering what I'm thinking of the Lakers at this point. I think they'll be a, a uh, pretty low-seeded team if they make the playoffs at all. Uh, with health, I think they've got enough talent where they at least make the playoffs. And they may even scare a team or two again just because of of the talent of the you know the names on the roster, names on the back of the jersey, uh, but a lot of guys you know it seems like to this point uh, just don't fear them in the way that you would expect for a team that has that uh, that kind of talent, that kind of name recognition. So uh, I don't have necessarily high hopes for them, uh, even from a basketball standpoint. One of the big problems is that they don't have consistent shooters, and uh, for whatever for whatever you may think of Patrick Beverly, he is not what I had in mind when I thought of consistent shooter. Uh, you know, great defender, good player, whatever you want to say. But just you know, as far as a spot up shooter that the Lakers needed, Patrick Beverly was was very far down the list. And so, uh, you know, with that being said, I, I expect to see a lot of the same as what we saw last year, uh, unless they they find a way to make a trade to get some infuse some talent that uh, that fits for them, or more specifically, fits the LeBron system. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, the Lakers. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't see much for them either right now. I need to watch them a little more. But, yeah, it just looks like there's just not quite enough talent there. Uh, you know, some young guys. But, mm, yeah, I don't I don't see much happening for them. The West, it, it's still pretty deep. It's good enough, you know. And uh, they just don't seem like they can, you know, match up when it comes down to it. Eight, eight seed probably. Um but seven or better, I just can't see it if they even get the eight seed. And they won't if certain teams that we're about to mention actually rise to the occasion and play better. If there's one team, guys, that you can come up with, that you can think of right now for the 2022-2023 NBA season that will kind of take that leap that the Memphis Grizzlies did in 2022, who would it be? West, East, whatever, but one team. That's going to make that leap like the Grizzlies did, going from whatever seven to a number two seed. Or, no, I don't even know if the Grizzlies made the postseason the previous year. Yeah, they they, they, they uh, got it in as a uh, seven or eight. They got in as an eight seed because okay. they beat the Golden State Warriors in the play-in game. Okay, but, but, but that leap that they made then from seven or eight seed to two, and, like, it was a dominant two. Uh, it, was just, it was only Golden State that was in front of them. Who's gonna make that type of leap this year? Uh, I'm I'm gonna roll. Well, see, okay, I don't even really call this the leap, but Brooklyn missed the playoffs last year, right? No, no, they made it. They lost. They the made it. Round. They just didn't so, win a game. Yeah, that's right. They got swept by. They got swept by. Uh, once. Okay, mm-hmm. so I'm gonna roll with Cleveland because Cleveland lost in the playoff the playing game, right? Oh, interesting. I'm gonna roll with Cleveland. I can see them being at the very least a top five seed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I like okay. it. That Cleveland was not bad last season. They were not. They, they were not the bad. They had some but... very untimely energy, uh, injuries. Yeah. Uh, but I, you also got to watch out for New Orleans over there. That's the one I yeah, thought. Go say. ahead. Go ahead, Nick. New, yeah. New Orleans was my pick. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I knew they, somebody they, was going to do They have it. the talent. Mm-hmm. Right. 
in New Orleans made the trades, you know, the back end of the year last year to bring in CJ McCollum, mm-hmm. um, to get Zion Williamson back healthy and, and, you know, hope to get, you know, 60 plus games out of him and uh, have him ready to go for the playoffs. Um, if you got, if you got a situation like that, the Pelicans are definitely a big threat. So they were, they were my pick for that slot. Not, not not mad at the Cleveland pick though. Not mad at that at all. Yeah, yeah, I like I like them both, but I was I was I was pretty sure that somebody was gonna say New Orleans, and uh, yeah, I like it. Uh, my whole thing is Zion Williamson, his health, is if his his availability, if he's good to go, I'm with you, Nick. It is the New Orleans Pelicans, man. The leap that they can take if these guys are healthy for the most part, and Zion is there for the most part, and C.J. McCullum. He's been in Portland. He's been with Dane. He has to be the leader. Can he lead? Is he the leader? It looks like he can do it. We'll see. B.I., a lot of people was knocking um, people for saying that B.I. should be the number one pick in that draft that Ben Simmons was picked number one. And a lot of people said, well, you know, hey, you're just saying that because you're a dookie or something like that. You, you like Duke. Who's playing better basketball? We, didn't, we hadn't seen Ben Simmons in a while. Ben Simmons did his thing the other night, got a few buckets, not shots, but um, teardrops or floaters, I mean. But anyway, um, this 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 will be interesting. But I, I just think that in the end, uh, um, we'll see. We'll see. I, I bet Brooklyn, they look good. Ben Simmons. Uh, you know, Ben Simmons is Ben Simmons. And, I mean, um, Brooklyn's the team we're going to consider. I would have said the Clippers. Well, it, well, the Clippers, they missed postseason? Yeah, they did. They did miss postseason. No. Did they miss the postseason? Yes. They did, I think. Uh, I don't remember. I thought they made it. Okay. Okay. Well, it, it would still be a leap, even if they made it, because they probably were yeah. seven or eight seed. I'm not sure. But New Orleans, that's the team if Zion is healthy. B.I., that dude is playing good basketball when he's on that floor. And right now, it lo- it does look like he could have been the number one pick versus a guy that we keep complaining about who can't shoot in Ben Simmons, who was the number one pick. But I am interested to see what he does over there in Brooklyn, and I'm interested to see what B.I. does with a healthy Zion. Sometimes it just looks like they just kind of – Standing away and just watch Zion sometimes, though, because they just want to see. They want to be electrified with the fans, but they need to keep running set plays, keep the offense as it is, because it does run pretty smooth and steady when he's not on the floor. And I'm not trying to discredit Zion and say that he's a, you know, like he's throwing them off the rhythm or anything, but first he needs to just stay healthy. Uh, he tweaked his ankle. I told you the way he plays, man. He's He plays so hard. His agility, his speed, and his strength and all of that just – it, it, it just doesn't, you know, he's pretty rough on himself, and we'll see how it goes. I want to say New Orleans if he's healthy. If he's not, and this is the reason why I'm saying I'll be saying this Greg Oden stuff. We'll see. Uh, I struggle with with not saying the Clippers. I want to say the Clippers, as Nick was just alluding to, because Kawhi, I want to see him come back. I want to see him play ball. I want to see Paul George stay healthy all season. Kawhi play ball all season. And I want these two guys to show me that they're all in. And Kawhi needs to show me that he still loves the game of basketball. I think he does. But he just has these issues sometimes where it's just like, man, when he shuts it down, he shuts it down. I'm going to go with the Clippers 
if Zion does not play whatever number amount of games he needs to play for us to say he had a, a pretty good comeback season. 50 games, maybe? I don't know. But I'm going to go with the Clippers if it's not him playing enough games for New Orleans because the Clippers have to come back. And John Wall, he's going to show you all. Like, what the, this is what the game's been missing. I can't believe you haven't been talking about me in this offseason. And John Wall is still a young person. He is not an old person at all. I think John Wall is like 31-ish. Right, and he hadn't played, obviously, hadn't played a whole lot of basketball with the injuries. Right. Uh, and also, as an update, the Clippers uh, lost in the play-in game last year. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. So they didn't make the playoffs. Right. So they, they didn't okay. make the playoffs. Okay. Clippers might be a top-two seed, man. Man, they could be. They could be. And I fear. It's, it's, it's not far-fetched at all. And that's could be a top one seed. Yeah, yeah. And that's why I'm like, uh, the Grizzlies, man. I know that Rudy Gobert trade and all of that in Minnesota was for John Morant. The the the, the Grizzlies, I don't know. Some people think that they're gonna struggle. Some people think they're gonna take a step back. I don't know. But Minnesota's gonna be tougher as 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 we were just talking about with Man, I don't know, man. This is gonna be this is the they West really the, be the a West long gym at, at the top of the West. Memphis, Clippers, and Pelicans. Wouldn't that be crazy? That would be. That would be crazy. That, that yeah. would be. Because Phoenix probably will kind of go further back a little bit. Golden State, I, I don't keep know. Keep in mind, too, um, uh, Murray for Denver, he's coming back. So, that's oh. true. Oh. Oh, that changes a lot of things. I forgot about Denver and Murray. Yes, it's been. it seems like it's been since the bubble since I've seen him. Is that how long he's been out or he hadn't been able to? I think he got hurt in the bubble. Okay, yeah. And he was snapping. Out in the bubble, so he got hurt uh, after the bubble, I think. But you know, he, okay, he just, okay, can be out all last year. Okay, well, uh, I like the picks with Cleveland. T, I like uh, your pick with New Orleans, Nick. I'm gonna go with the Clippers just in case Zion can't stay healthy. Uh, and you know, I want to pick them, but hey, he's day to day right now as we speak. I should have known. But anyway, uh, I think that the West is. I was I was kind of saying that the, I kind of was thinking that the East was better than the West, but man, I don't know. We just listed all these teams and no, go to state. About, the West is about man seven go. teams that could legitimately yeah. win the championship. And Golden yeah. State is still top three if if Wiseman is back and he's going to be better and he's progressing. If he has done that, yeah, it's still going to be a, a, a real good Golden State team as well. Um, the East has four. Yeah, they do have a top four now. They do have a top four. I'm interested to they see. They got four: Boston, Boston, Milwaukee, Philly, and Brooklyn. Yeah, but Cleveland yeah. and Cleveland yeah. may Cleveland may rise up to five or six, even though they Cleveland's a dark horse. But I, I, I don't think they could actually win it. You don't think so? I mean, I, I'm not I saying think, I, when, I when, 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 good, when, but I don't think they could actually win it. I mean, what do you mean when you like say the, it? They're, what's they're it? like the new Miami. What's well? What's it when you say win it? I'm just saying that they can get they can make postseason. No, 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 they make postseason. No, I was talking oh. about winning a team, okay. winning a championship. I'm but saying. I said they were talking about how the West has seven teams that could legit, you know, yeah. win it all. Yeah. And I was like, the East has got four. You well, know, again. I, I don't think Cleveland could actually win a championship. But they, they could definitely get to the playoffs and maybe even win a, win a series. I think Cleveland can get in the playoffs and possibly be a fifth or sixth seed. I think the New York Knicks will make the playoffs and they can be a seventh seed or something like and, that. And just because of that, I just take I take that back. I don't think they could win a series because they would be lower than a four seed, which means they play one of those four teams that I mentioned, and they're not beating any of those. Right, right. Yeah, I can't argue with that. With that part, I'm just trying to fill out the other four. But yeah, it doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah, I mean, I I do see Cleveland and the Knicks being a lot better, 
and and being in the postseason. So that's 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 those are two bold predictions right there, I guess. And uh, yeah, I mean Cleveland oh, and Atlanta. Atlanta what Toronto, is Atlanta gonna do? Yeah, the uh, backcourt of Atlanta. Charlotte. Charlotte. That's just a team that I just I don't know. Let show me it. Show me before I get back on the wagon. I mean Lamelo Ball is good. He's phenomenal, but. They they always just seem to still be mediocre. Like yeah, they they almost made the postseason and no, or they do and it's like one and done. Let's yeah, see, and I let's, think Chicago see. will also take a decline because uh, uh, we don't know what's wrong with Lonzo Ball's knees. Oh, yeah, man. man, that's wild. I, I kind of hate that form because he was definitely on the rise and he was gonna be a good fit for them this year. And that backcourt was looking pretty good early last year right. before he got hurt. Right, I was, I was looking forward to him coming back. But yeah. I kind of hate that for him. Yeah, that, that's just, oh, man. that's Yeah, yeah, I forgot about Chicago. But, yeah, uh, still like Levine and DeRozan, so we'll see. Uh, but Kobe White needs to get some more playing time, and he needs to improve because uh, he did not start the last game. I actually watched him in the preseason. I don't know if that was yeah, just. Yeah, that's, that's, they named uh, A.L. DeSumo the starter. Okay, see, wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, he's going to have to get it together, man. I I, I expect better. Uh, that's my old Tar Heel guy, Kobe White. But anyway. Yeah, um, I can see Kobe White being a career, a career six man, to be honest. Yeah. And, I mean, uh, and a good one. I, I mean, I don't I don't say that as – I don't say that trying to take shots at him. I guess it's like as a good thing. Yeah. I can see him making a career out of coming off somebody's bench, being able to give you, you know, 12 and 6. You know, twenty and eight on a good night. If right. your if your point guard's hurt, whatever, and you know, make a make a good career out of it. Maybe mm-hmm. maybe win a title. He, he could be on a, on a title winning team. He could be somebody's six seven man off the bench on a championship team. Right. Okay, guys, we're about to wrap it up, but I'm gonna ask you two one more question. If you had to say right now, who wins the West and who wins the East from looking at the rosters right now? Even though I know they hadn't played, if you just had to say it, we're not saying that this is your. Your pick for the whole season, but just off the top of your head, off the fly, right now from what you see and what you yeah, see yes, on who paper. Has the, who has the best record in the West or who ends up in the finals? Who ends up in the finals if you had to pick right now from what you see on paper and from what you've seen so far in preseason? And I know that's not much, but from what you, you know, hey, we, we, we all have our predictions for certain teams. Who Who you got right now? Who wins the East? <clears throat> who wins the West? Now, we've already said the top four, Nick, in the East. So I'm sure you're only going to go with one of those four. So that shouldn't take right. as long. And then the West, though, we just explained how deep it is. Uh, so yeah, uh, Terrence, whoever whoever wants to go I'm first, I'm going to go with I'm going to go with Clippers and Bucks. Clippers and the Bucks. Okay, yeah, because you said that Giannis is about to tear it up, and don't don't think that it's over because they got that championship and 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 that, that's not it. You're saying that they're going to do it again, so. No, Giannis is going to have his best statistical season this year. Oh, wow. You heard it here first on the Great Debate Show. You heard it. Giannis is going to do the damn thing and possibly win another championship. He's got Bucks and Clippers. That's Terrence's preseason pick for the finals. I, I like it, too. I would, like, I would like to apologize to the listeners of the Great Debate Show. Hmm. Because I spent this entire episode telling y'all, I'm not gonna sit up here and just agree with these folks all day, and then Terrence get up here and take my pick, mm. literally right out of my mouth. Mm. Because I'm also picking the Clippers and the. As y'all heard, I've been on the Clippers train since they got since they traded for John Wall. I you was have. Like, if that dude's healthy, you have. And Kawhi come back healthy, the Clippers are a problem, a big one. Yeah. Um, 
And you know, I'm a, I'm a fan of Giannis, and I, and I and I too see this as a season where he is, you know, returning to Greek freak. And I, I think it could be a a, uh, a step forward for him. You know, not only just you know, particularly as a shooter, which obviously is is the weakest point of his otherwise very very strong game. Uh, Chris Middleton comes back healthy. Um, I trust their front office to make any any uh, in season moves that may need to be made. And uh, you know they'll they'll have a roster that's ready to roll, provided that they're healthy going into the uh, into the East. I don't see anybody that I would definitively say would knock them off for sure. Um, Philly seems like they may be taking a step forward from a continuity standpoint. Uh, James Harden's a little seems to be more bought in, kind of that whole situation. Uh, so you know Philly may may be the biggest threat left, considering Boston's got a little turmoil with their now interim coach. Uh, Miami just may not be good enough. And we we we'll get we'll see what Brooklyn is able to uh, able to put together. You know, obviously they they seem to have their stars there and on the same page, and they've patched up things with the head coach and the front office. I mean, that that whole organization is just in in shambles. But uh, they mm-hmm. seem to have tried to tried to put the, t- the toothpaste back in the tube, so to speak. And uh, so we'll see. And so the Bucks uh, are the pick that makes the most sense really going into this because their their only question is. Can uh, can their second star stay healthy? Because because uh, Giannis is definitely shown to be durable as well. Okay, all right. So we've got Terrence and Nick agreeing with their NBA Finals predictions right now. They have Bucks, Clippers, and Nick has been on the Clippers out west, and T has been on the Bucks out east. This was this was crazy, and we we didn't talk about this or and we didn't talk about know. this at all. Just off the fly, that was good, good stuff. Well, you know me, I gotta be dramatic, I gotta be different, and I'm really stuck and torn in between three teams in the West. To be honest with you, because everybody knows I'm I'm slick a Grizzlies fan, and I would love for the Grizzlies to make the NBA Finals. But then I keep thinking, I keep hearing this voice in the back of my mind that's telling me that, yeah, yeah, the West is so deep, though. Ah, can they really do it? Did they did they add enough talent? Did they get enough shooters that, ah, probably not. They're a good team that will probably still fall short in the Western Conference Finals, but to who? Golden State? Or, hey, can Phoenix get back again? I mean – I don't know. What about what about who's that other team? The Clippers, who are gonna definitely be good, and that's kind of been slick my team. I just don't know whether I should stay on the wagon or not with the Clips. I said Clips and six. I've been saying it since they got together, and that hadn't happened yet. And they hadn't played a full season together really yet either. Let's see how that goes. But I'm gonna just keep it simple, and I'm gonna go and do something that I haven't done before on a great debate show. And that's kind of make the same pick back-to-back years. So I whiffed on one. I got Golden State right. I'm going with that story again. Golden State Warriors, Brooklyn Nets, KD versus Golden State in the finals. You heard it right here from the great debate show. Jarvis Jeffries, your boy. OJJ, give me KD. Versus his former team, Golden State Warriors. I don't know just yet who's going to win, but I don't know. All of this heat that KD's had all offseason and Kyrie and Nash and just all the drama, 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 drama. I told you guys, 
Put some money on the Nets just in case. I won't be surprised if Brooklyn wins the championship. But probably not. I'm just going to give them the East right now. Brooklyn, Golden State. You heard it here first. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Book it. All right. So that's it. I think we're done. Almost 90 minutes. Hey, that's kind of like our mark, though. But we got all the NBA talk that we wanted to get out for today anyway. This has been the Great Debate Show. Your host, Jarvis Jeffries. Terrence Smith and Nick Ely, we the good guys. Download and subscribe to each and every episode of The Great Debate Show. We gave you all of our picks on Sunday's games. We talked about a terrible Thursday night game again. And we preview Monday night football as well. The game of the week is the Eagles and the Cowboys. I think everybody can agree to that. And I'm the only one riding with Dallas. Um, Monday night football, I know me and tears going with the Denver Broncos. Bronco Nation. Let's ride. Yeah, make sure make sure you and your cousin ready to talk. Yeah. All right. Oh, T's cousin. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey. Don't, don't, let, don't, don't let him run nowhere. Don't let him say he got to work or he got to go <laughs> yeah. take care of his kids. I don't know if he got kids. Don't don't let him say none of that. He's taking care of the excuses now. Just 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 just, just come on. Just bring Nipping them in the bud. Nipping them in the bud. Get, just, them, get just, rid of all of that. Just bring your ass. I read the gas station today. Me and him were talking about how Cowboys fans do that. Yeah, that actually, that's actually true. But we'll see. Hopefully, he'll come through. We'll see. If they win, we know he's coming through. But uh, this is the Great Debate Show, ladies and gentlemen. We went through all of the NFL games. We talked about the NBA season, which is upon us. And Tuesday night, they tip it off. Going to be a good season. Philadelphia, Harden. Is he, the, is he getting back to the old Harden, him and Embiid? Boston, how are they going to do? I just went with Brooklyn. Terrence and Nick, they think that Milwaukee will be back, and I'm sure they will. Um, and then the Clippers, I'm high on the Clippers as well, but just because of this whole story thing I got going, I'm going to still have to ride with the Warriors. James Wiseman, let's see what he does. Uh, we'll see. If he doesn't fit, different story. But I would like to see the Clippers or the Grizzlies in the finals, but, yeah, that's a good story, man. Warriors, Nets, Kyrie, ooh we. He's looking, he's looking good. Ben Simmons, he got some buckets. Two floaters and a dunk. <laughs> but he's still playing good defense. Almost had a triple-double. The ball movement is, is looking good. I know it's just preseason, but uh, what if Steve Nash? What if Steve Nash can coach? What if he's figured it out? Or somebody. Let's see how this, let's see how this uh honeymoon goes, man. It's been a long ride. But uh, that's all I got. Terrence, Nick, what do y'all have before we get out of here, man? Hey, that's it for me. Everybody have a good weekend, and, and let's all get paid this weekend. Man, there you go. Looking, what for, you see. looking forward to still having two undefeated teams uh, when we get back to talk again next week. <laughs> Who does Ole Miss have, Nick? Ole Miss has Auburn this weekend, Auburn. I believe. Yeah. Okay. All right. Hey, uh, while we're on this subject, shout out to uh, – a young brother, uh, Caleb Bridges. He's, he actually plays for Auburn, but he's from Oxford. Uh, I, I, when I was uh, at, at the end of my time at Ole Miss, he was a young, up and coming baseball player that I remember. I, his his mom was actually on my softball team. She was also a heck of an athlete, so it's no surprise. But uh, he's a, a safety for Auburn. That's getting the, getting a chance to play at home this weekend. So 
you know, hopefully he has a good game and Ole Miss still pulls it out. But shout out to him and his family, of course. Right. So dig that, dig that. All right. I think Tennessee Volunteers upset somebody. I don't remember who, but I think they will be upsetting them. If you guys want to take Alabama. that pick, Alabama. Alabama this week. They're going to upset them. If you guys want to take that pick, be my guest. I think it'll be a good one. I mean, don't put the house on it. Don't put the mortgage on it. I'm just saying that wouldn't be surprised if Tennessee gets this when it's time for Alabama to lose a game. They haven't lost that one game yet, and they should have lost two by now. I think this will be the one. But anyway, NBA season is upon us. Football, NFL Week 6 has kicked off. It's officially underway. Got some good games. Got some good games. Bills, Chiefs, all of that good stuff. Cowboys, Eagles, can't wait to – ooh, can't wait, can't wait, can't wait to come back and talk about that one. We're out. That's all the time we've got. Shout out to Caleb Bridges again. And uh, tune in to the next episode. It is going to be very, very, very entertaining, I believe. We're out. Y'all be safe. Peace out, guys. You know.